Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. It is late at night. I have no electricity at my house. I'm sitting in my truck, so you can't hear the generators running in the background. Uh, but I still had to record this tonight because I think it's really, really important. Uh, man, I I feel like I, I have 25 podcasts in me, and I'm going to get them out. Uh, it's just been a busy week. I've traveled two weeks in a row. I have more travel. I just want you guys to hang with me. I got some really important, valuable, mind bomb stuff coming for you. Uh, but what I want to talk about right now is the business fundamentals. And if your business has some level of success and you have some traction or you're getting a little cocky, you got a little swag going, what happens is we take our eye off the ball uh, in terms of the fundamentals, the foundational stuff, the blocking and tackling, the throwing and catching. And when I was at Alex's event two weeks ago in Boise, he <laughs> it was funny because I'm listening to this guy who like, He's done these incredible things and, you know, his clients take their business from, you know, 3 million a year to 30 million a year in 18 months. And it, it's just crazy. And, but he's talking about this foundational stuff for a piece of it. He had mind bomby stuff too, uh, which is amazing, but the foundation is still the foundation. When you listen to podcasts, when you listen to my podcast, when you search for content on the internet, part of us, including me, we want to find the new secret thing. We really want that new juicy uh, acronym or that new phrase or that new quote or that new idea because we think that we have to have that new, fresh, cutting-edge thing to succeed in business, but it's not true. It's, a, it's an illusion. You know, Successful people say no to a lot of things. They say yes to very few things. Broke people, poor people, businesses that struggle, they say yes to a lot of things and say no to very little things. Like that's a principle. It's just a principle. It's probably always been a principle. Ever since commerce existed, that's probably a thing, right? And with business, a restaurant, a home service company, anything, there's some basic stuff that we forget about after we get rolling. And some people never figure it out even when they first start. So let me break it down for you. Alex kind of laid it out like this. Number one, you have lead generation. And you might want to take notes on this particular episode. This is a really good kind of teaching nuggety thing. Lead generation is a thing, okay? Let me do all five pieces to it, and then I'll go back and talk about it. So lead generation is piece number one, foundational cornerstone number one. I always say on this podcast, sales and marketing is a foundational cornerstone of every business, right? Uh, hundreds of people have invested in the sales and marketing super course that we put together last year. Um, and when I, when I tell you that sales and marketing is a foundational cornerstone, I, that's the truth. It's the truth like gravity is the truth. Two plus two equals four, even if you think it equals five. You're just wrong. If you think it equals five, you're just wrong. It's not like, oh, I'm sorry, your feelings are hurt. You're just missing it, okay? So step one, lead generation. What is a lever you can create to generate leads, right? Interested people, the right types of people, but I'll elaborate on that in a second. Step number two is lead nurture. Lead nurture. Someone contacts you, emails you, texts you, submits a web form, walks up to your technician on the job site and says, hey, I'm kind of interested. I'm going to raise my hand and say I'm interested in your stuff, right? Well, what happens from the moment that they engage with you and have interest 
until you close them as a customer. That's lead nurture. So number one, lead generation. Number two, lead nurture. Number three is conversion. Conversion is where the sale happens. People get very confused uh, thinking that marketing and sales are the same thing. They're absolutely, totally different things. They're not even close to the same thing. When you do marketing, you're trying to create a phone call generating system. Sales is when you take a lead, hopefully the right type of lead, and you work them through a process to get them to give you money, hopefully a whole bunch of money, hopefully profitable money. That's what sales is. So step three is conversion. Conversion means they give you money. Step four is your delivery. Delivery, you hear me say the word deliverable a lot which isn't a phrase normally used in home services, but I'm kind of bringing it to the market to kind of get you guys thinking that this is like how business works. And, you know, billion dollar global companies or e-commerce companies, uh, business coaches, info product people, or a home service, we're all selling what's called the deliverable. So the delivery of your thing, whether it's cleaning a pool or picking up dog poop, or installing a hot water heater, or mowing a lawn, or cleaning a window, or washing a roof, or power washing a driveway, whatever it is, the thing that the person bought from you is the deliverable. It's the delivery. So the systems for your company around that thing, that's a whole thing, right? And a lot of people get obsessed with this piece of it, okay, which is step four. Just to recap, we have lead generation. Uh, we have lead nurture, then we have conversion, then we have delivery. A lot of people live in delivery and they neglect all the other foundational building blocks to actually create something that can serve you and be automated, systemized, scalable, profitable, and do really well for you and create wealth for your family because they're obsessed with like the technical perfection or they're an artisan business and they want to wash the house perfectly and mow the lawn perfectly and no one can weed whack and edge a driveway like me and no one can build a deck like me and you know other contractors they do remodels but they don't pay attention to detail okay that's great that's awesome there's nothing wrong with that i love people like you that are artisans and are detail oriented but what you're doing if you're only focusing on the delivery is you're shortchanging your family you're shortchanging your future, your business, your uh, opportunity for wealth creation through your company. So delivery is step four. That has to do with how systematically, um, consistently, you deliver the thing that the person bought from you. So from in my case, I have a software business, Send Jim. Send Jim's amazing. It's the greatest thing ever. Uh, there's a piece to my business model called delivery. When people give us money, when they sign up either for a trial or they buy a membership and they give us money, there's a process that is initiated. And I'm not saying my process is the best in the world. It's There's no way it is the best in the world, right? Because we're still in grow and scale mode. But that is a really critical piece, but it's only one piece, right? The last stage is uh, reselling, upselling, and things like that. So like re-engaging, like taking the people that already know, like, and trust you and finding ways systematically consistently, scalably, to get those people to give you more money more often and to buy more stuff from you, right? That's what that is. Most service companies I work with don't have that. In fact, even when I had my service company, we had only pieces of that. We did a lot of relationship marketing. We did a lot of like engaging and loving and nurturing our customers after they gave us money, which is amazing. And if you're doing that, high five to you because literally almost no one does that. As soon as they cash a check, they go chase the next customer. 
Um, so if you're doing that, but like I could have went so much deeper and I wish I could go back in time and really apply what I've learned in the last three years back to my business. A lot of you guys think I had this magical, mythical business. We did $186,000 the month that I sold my uh, window cleaning and pressure cleaning company, which is pretty cool. Uh, but it was crap compared to what I could have done if I went back in time. You know, I didn't have to work much in the business. It wasn't a $10 million behemoth, but it was a great, clean, systemized, strong culture business. But I still kind of wish I could go in a time machine and go back because for me, the last three years of my journey, since I started this podcast, I started Automate, Grow, Sell. I started engaging with other business owners, which I hadn't done previously because I was building my own company. I've had a thousand calls with with people like you. I've done live events. I've done. I built a software company that's doing all this stuff. I've learned so much stuff, guys. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I feel like my life experience has been compressed, and that whatever I had understood about business, whatever I had learned about business, up until the day I sold my company, which was about a ten year period or so, I've learned triple that amount in the last 36 months entering into the new phase of my life and doing the things that I've done. I've just by talking to people and learning and networking and joining, you know, Russell's group and spending huge amounts of money on my own education. And then even doing this podcast, you know, it's therapeutic for me to do this podcast and to get ideas out of my head out to you, which serves you. It serves me. It's awesome. So I want to encourage you, I guess, tonight, as I sit here at my house with no electricity because we had a storm, it's a total pain in the butt. <laughs> and I have my generators running in the background. I'm sitting in my dark truck. I want to encourage you to stop forgetting to block and tackle because you're trying to do the Hail Mary trick pass, triple reverse, you know, pitch it three times, pass to the for the touchdown, amazing magical unicorn play. And you need to sit down and push pause. Maybe this weekend, maybe on Labor Day weekend, which is coming up right now, maybe you need to examine the core five pieces of all businesses, which is number one, lead generation. Worry about literally nothing until you walk away with a real plan that is measurable and it's uh, accountable and it's like profitable and it's duplicatable. Find a way to get the right types of people to call you and inquire about your services profitably. Figure that out. It can be simple. It doesn't have to be complex, but you have to actually figure it out and document it and bring your team into the conversation and obsess with that one thing. After you're a master, you're a ninja, you're amazing at that one thing, then we shift our focus to the second thing, which is lead nurture. What do we do with the people that raise their hand and say, yeah, I'm interested in lawn care. I'm interested in uh, a new deck. I'm interested in a seawall, sea retaining wall, whatever. Whatever, doesn't matter. It's all the same. When they raise their hand, what, what process do we take them through over the next two to three to four weeks to six months to a year to continuously re-engage them until they do give you money? Maybe they're not ready to buy right now. Maybe they have some unanswered questions. How can you address their concerns and overcome their objections uh, throughout this process to get them to give you money? This is how you do it. Next week, I'm going to record a, a webinar with my friend Mike Callahan. He's got a multi-million dollar lawn care business. He's done a lot of really cool things. And one of the coolest systems he has is like this 20 days to close follow-up thing. And he has these like 20 different steps 
after someone requests an estimate, there's like these 20 different things that happen that just squeeze out every drop of potential value out of that lead before they kind of let it go die, right? It's amazing. And it's not a coincidence that people like him who are uh, in the top 3% of home service company owners, maybe less than that, are doing so well. It's because of the attention to the minutia, to the fundamentals, to the blocking and tackling and all that kind of stuff. Uh, step three after lead nurture is your conversion. Conversion is your sales process. A lot of you guys are order takers. You're reactive. You drop off pricing and walk away. You're nervous to actually uh, systemize or standardize the way that you sell and you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're hurting your own family. You're hurting your own family tree. You're not hurting anybody. When you don't sell hard, when you don't go for it, go for high prices and to get the deal and to get it on the books and get the deal done, you're just you're shortchanging yourself. You're not preventing the customer from buying. You're just preventing them from buying from you. And a lot of nice guys struggle with this more. The people that actually have integrity and are good people, they push uh, less hard. They, they don't push as hard as the people, the bad people do. It's crazy. You've heard me talk about that on, on the podcast. So conversion is a thing. What is your elevator pitch? Why are you different? How are you a blue ocean compared to the red ocean of all your competitors? How do you do that? That's all part of conversion, your sales. How do you overcome objections? How do you demand higher average tickets and justify it logically? How do you make your customers noticeably uh, see clearly how much better you are at the minutia through the sales process and the way that you are, the way you show up, the way you smell, the way your breath mint is better, the way your literature is better, the packages are better, the way you articulate and explain your value proposition or your offer of what you're going to do for them better. It's not hard to do this. You do not have to be a Harvard MBA. Remember, in case everybody, anybody, anyone was wondering, I went to community college for about six minutes. I stopped by. This stuff is doable. You can do this. You can do this. You got to push pause on the noise, all the busy work, and focus on these things. The next step after conversion is going to be um, delivery. Delivery is your three-touch process when you're on the job site. How does the crew leader uh, explain expectations and make an amazing first impression? And then how you actually do the work. How do you do it safely, efficiently? How do you do it in a way that makes the customer feel like you do it different? Like you have the five-touch guarantee, the five-step you know, process at the end to, with the walk around, with the thing, with the rain guarantee. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. But you have to be thoughtful and think this stuff out in advance and that is delivery. And you have to do it better. Listen, your competition, they don't know about this podcast. They don't know about Send Jim or Automate Grissel or any other thing. They're, they're, it's not on their radar. They're working to get beer money for the weekend, and that's who you're competing with. But when you hold back, you're giving them more ground than they deserve. If you don't separate yourself through your process and your literature and the and the, the scripts that you use and the way you present yourself and the way that you follow up and the way that you justify premium pricing, if you do not do that, you're leaving an open door for little Billy Bob over here to come in and screw that customer over and to do a lower level of service for a lower price, never follow up, not be accountable. And if they mess it up, guess what? They, they're not going to answer their phone, right? You're hurting people. Come on, I'm not being melodramatic. This is the way that it is. I want everybody that's listening to this to understand the opportunity that is in front of you. Okay, our country in the United States right now is crushing. The economy is booming. 
it's harder and harder than ever to find employees, to keep employees. Uh, but th- this is an opportunity. This is what opportunity smells like. The baby boomers are getting older. They have all the wealth. They can't afford to do the stuff themselves with home services. They're going to hire someone to do it. Price becomes less and less important as people don't answer the phone because they don't have the capacity because they can't hire employees. If you can figure this out, In the next two to three to four years, you can build a multi-million dollar niche profitable business that's turnkey that can either be a huge legacy business to pass to your kids. It could be something that funds your real estate portfolio. You know, you, you can do all kinds of stuff. Like this is a huge opportunity. I always think it's funny when I look back at my business and everyone kind of like felt bad for me when I uh, you know, left my pizza delivery job to start cleaning windows with a squeegee. They looked at me like, oh, that poor guy. You know, he used to be you know, the quarterback of the football team. He was voted best personality in school. He's he a handsome young man, charismatic, really good musician. They looked at me like I was some sort of little uh, charity case. But you fast forward just a few years after I started learning systems, learning and obsessing over the things I'm talking (laughs) to you about right now. You fast forward a few years and then they read a newspaper article about how my business is doing $50,000 a week cleaning stuff for people. Well, that kind of changed the tone of the conversation. And I don't like I don't have any hostility or resentment towards anyone that ever thought that about me. But with home services, you might have friends, family, neighbors that look at you like, oh, that's a cute hobby. When are you going to get a real job? Oh, that's nice. Oh, oh, you're mowing lawns? Oh, that's cute. Oh, you're going to build a deck for someone? Oh, oh, you poor thing, right? You figure this out. You figure out how to be a CEO, not by going to college, but by listening to this show, by learning the things that we talk about, by just putting in the work skipping the extra beers in the weekend and putting in the work and building the systems, learning how to be a transformational leader instead of a transactional manager. This stuff, you can figure this out. You are capable of figuring it out. You figure this out and you'll have the earning potential of a professional athlete. Do you hear me? You have the earning potential with your little home service business of a professional freaking athlete. We need to start acting like it We need to take care of our bodies and our families and our finances as if it were true. We need to change our behavior. Break out of the fog. Break out of the self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back because the people in your family that are not entrepreneurial, they don't get it. They they don't get it. Stop listening to them. Stop letting them influence you. You got this. You can do this and you're going to do it. I believe in you. I think you're amazing. I hope this episode was valuable to you. And I want to tell you something. If you hear this and you're moved by it and it's helped you, if you don't share this episode, you're being uh, selfish and you're doing a disservice to me. I'm sitting in my truck. It's 9.47 p.m. tonight. There's no electricity here. I got my generators running. I'm tired. I'm losing my voice. I'm doing this because I care about you. I love you. Your pay to play is to share this, to put it in Facebook groups, to tag people in it, and most importantly, to execute on it in your business. I want you to change your family tree. Don't be a perpetual consumer of content that listens to this stuff over and over, never changes anything, never does anything hard, never makes a radical choice to cut something out. Go do it. Go do it. And then tag me in a post and share it with me or send me a message. Send my assistant a message. Find a way to get to me and tell me the impact that it's had because uh, that is the whole reason I do this is to inspire you and motivate you. Not with fluff, but with real information. I love you. Have a good night.
Take care. God bless.